Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review if you would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, it's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I, it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick it, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I I guarantee you're going to love all the material. And the material we're always putting in um, teachhoops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. And let's head off the podcast. Like if we'll we'll spread you out, we'll do different things. But if I've had really good post players. We've kind of been opposite of everybody else. I haven't had great point guards. I've had division one post players. Post players. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, we're gonna if if I've got one, we're gonna hammer you down there. We're gonna do some different stuff, but you know, I had I had a. We're thinking of bringing that guy up some and stacking up high a little bit to leave some space on the wings for the drive. I'm just wondering why no one's done that. If dribble drive. If I was coaching this year, the offense I would absolutely be doing going old school here, but everybody's starting to do it again. Is the uh, Princeton point, and I wouldn't run. I would. That's the only Princeton thing I would ever run. But getting our five off the block and popping them out a little bit. And then I think the new 
the new action that's all over college basketball. If you're watching, it's the get action where I'm running off of anybody I pass it to. So if I pass it to that five man that popped up, I'm going to sprint off of him, and then we can just play randomly off that. I mean, now, what I do you mean by to... run? What do you mean by run off him? So if he pops up, and I think they call it the overcut. So if I throw it to the five man, I can cut over, or I can screen away or basket cut. But I mean, there's everybody's running some version of that in college basketball right now. But I think it fits to we're kind of like getting oversaturated in the ball screen thing. People are finally starting to realize the 45 cut is like the secondary break. It looks great in spring and then doesn't work whenever you get into the game. Right. Like that's one thing people are always like, yeah, we're going to do 45 cut. I'm like, great. But I we don't ever see anybody score because they did a 45 cut. Right. Nobody does. It's like backdoor cuts. It's like it stands. They're good cuts and they're wonderful cuts. But they but there's a reason when you're watching a game and you see one, you go, oh, because you don't score off on that. much. I'm not and I'm not real big on like we want to shoot the ball really well. And our big belief is that means the guy is down ready to shoot. So we don't want a lot of movement off the ball. When you rotate to help, we're not necessarily setting a pin screen. We're doing something else. We're ready to shoot, not worried about cutting through or respacing because some guy cut through. And we'll, right. I mean, we obviously move. We don't just stand there and do stuff, but we want to get an advantage, attack it. Defense has to make a play. We're going to find an open shooter. And like, I've, I've had teams that can't shoot. And like, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. Shoot, shooting it. solves a lot of, of ills. I'm just telling you, it really does for people listening. It's like, I don't know if you can shoot, you can solve a lot of your problems. If you, you want to know what to work on seventh, eighth grade, freshman, sophomore it's shooting. It's not your offense. It's not your one, two, two press. No, like you're not going to do anything like that's going to carry over other than really shooting and scoring. Yeah, and 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 reading. I think reading yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like, I think that's an undertaught skill. And you know, I did that with my sons. I mean, I think the be the ability to read a situation, the good ones can do it. Like, you know, what I mean, they. I don't want to say it's an it thing, but they can. They know. Like that's I, why we play so much five on four, four on three, anything advantage, disadvantage. We'll, we do drills where um, we just call it two to the ball and whoever's on defense, you're just constantly running two guys to the ball. Like we're, that's what our practice has gone to If two on one situations of shooting. Like you throw me the ball. Did you close out on me? If not, I'm going to shoot it. If you did, I'm passing it. That guy. Did shoots. you work a lot on when you ran dribble on the dribble and the kick? Because I think that and the and behind you is always open, but that's Absolutely. a hard pivot. We call that crack back. It's always open. Uh, always open. That. Like that's my transition break. Point. Make them stop the point guard. If they stop it, jump stop. Look for the trailer. We just created our secondary break. So my- how do you drill? How do you drill the drive and kick back behind you? So I would say my best drill for that is three on two, and we just tell them the only way to score is a layup or a kick out three. Okay, and you've got to play off of two feet. You can jump to make a pass. You can't jump to find a pass. Um, really big on that one. 
the old school drills of like, you know, I start on the left and I drive and jump stop and kick out. We've gotten rid of that because there's no decision tied to it. So we so want to have two defenders and where will you put two guys on a wing and the ball up top and you just go. Yeah. Three on two. And defense starts with the ball. They can throw it to anybody, anybody they, want. they want. And I like that. We don't that's to... the that's the skill I really it's open. It's yeah. always if you follow someone like I say, follow follow the semi. Follow like it's like, you know, <laughs> follow the person driving through the the you know, driving through the crowd to get to the concession stand. If you get behind that one guy or that gal, you'll make it all the way. It's the same thing. Follow them and you're gonna be open. Here's you. what's shaped my offensive philosophy more than anything. And I can't find this article, but I swear it was in the Xavier newsletter, the old one that was out yeah. forever. And they statted like every three-pointer in college basketball one year, kick out threes were 60%. And it was the only three above 30%. And that's about where we are at every year. Everything we shoot for a three besides a kick out is below 30. And we shoot a kick out. You know why? Because you're open, your feet are set. You're not having the weird close out. Like, it's like, I, and I think this is a discussion to have with your players too. It's like, so what do you do when you get in there? If you don't have a good shot, you should kick it out. Like, that's the question is, is it the floater? Do you take the shot at that point? Um, 90% layups is what we're talking about. Like if you can make it 90% of the time, it's a great shot. If it's, you know, Missed late, like that float. We don't shoot floaters. We shot like 60 mid-range shots in 33 games. And it's just because we had shooters. We had guys that could get to the rim. And like every time you take, for us, every time you took a shot like that, you were taking a shot away from somebody else. I'm talking like, do you want that? Like, do you want to be a guy wide open? Well, And I think out of those 60, most were at the end of a quarter, like versus a really good team. Like, you know, it's how many, like, we'll even chart, like, how many kick out threes can we get in a game? Because, like, not like some of these teams are going to shoot a lot of threes. I'm sorry, but if you have a kid that's, let's say, a 35% shooter in high school, his transition three is going to be really low. And I've, right. I think in college, they said it was like 15% off the dribble. Now, I've had maybe one kid that I thought was better shooter off the dribble. Dribble, yeah. Than, I've uh, had, I've had, less, I've had maybe a hand, maybe a handful, maybe, yeah. And that, that goes kick- into our scouting too. What are we going to do? Well, how do we take away kick out threes? Like that's what we've got to stop. Yeah, I do like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna implement that. I like that because I think that gives you options. Yeah. I just think it's a hard pivot. It's a hard pivot. It's a hard jump stop. It's a skill you gotta you gotta drill. Not, not drill, but you gotta work on it. Like they gotta get yeah. used to what it feels like to do that, I think. And that's one of the things like we've kind of gone to the mode now where instead of like starting off practice with that footwork, the pivot, whatever, right. we'll be like, Hey guys, we really struggle with this today. That block one on air drill. We're going to finish practice with that today. Like we're going to come back. Yeah, I've can... changed that. I think the mo- I think the first drill, this is a this is a golden nugget, I think. I think the first drill you do at practice should be full court and should be high energy. 
because I think you got at least for boys. I got to rev them. I got to rev them early. Like I can't go. They can't be cerebral at that point. They got to. So what's just, your What's your eight a.m. Saturday drill? Uh, we'll usually do our full court shooting, and you got to make you know a hundred and three minutes where they're just going three three. There's three lines, and they just go. I just getting them running and going. Cause that's like, and they won't I have make. certain drills I only do on like Saturday morning where you know, like it's gonna be a brutal start. Oh, it's gonna be brutal. Sometimes I think I think a couple of times I started the drill and told my assistants to watch him and went into my office and did something so I didn't right. have to see that first. Yeah, drill. it's like it's like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving or the or the day before winter break. It's like those are always so brutal, just brutal. Yeah. They're just brutal. It's like. There's nothing to do about it because it's just like they're they're kids. Like they're they're just that's what they are. It's like they just they're already on vacation and it's like they're thinking about their girlfriend and whatever. It's like all right, what else, coach? You got any other golden nuggets on your list? Oh yeah. There? I got a handful of them here. Okay. So this is one I found this summer I really liked. You put 60 to 60 on the clock. You can put any score, but like what's a realistic fourth quarter score for you? Put two and a half minutes on the clock. So uh, we're going to play. We're going to start it live. When we get when one team gets to 65, we are going to start the clock. So 60, 60, what, whatever. They might go on a 5-0 run. They are up 65 to 60. There's two and a half minutes left on the clock. We're going to tell coaches like, hey, you've got one timeout. I've got two timeouts and trying to create some realistic game situations. I love that. Like the uh, you know, we can mix some stuff up. Maybe I give one of the teams like, "Hey, you're playing like this opponent would be," but trying to come into some natural game situations through that. And I stole that from some college guys and I was like, that's probably a more realistic way to combine things than like, "Hey, here we got to do this. There's 14 seconds left and we're down 3." Can we get I do it like that? I do like that. And then you, what's the 67 to 67 one? So this one, uh, 32 seconds left on the clock. We can create all kinds of different scenarios, but we're going to play a best of three. So we've got a really short situation here. We're working on really, really late game stuff, but uh, just trying to get, you know, some reps of different things, things we might see. Like I remember I had my like home run end of game, play and we had practiced it but oh now we are taking the ball out from six feet up the sideline and not the baseline i know so hard like just some random stuff but then like one of my big teaching points when we get to end of game stuff and this is big i love this and i didn't make this up stole it from somebody else for every second on the clock you get one you have one dribble you do it's true it's 100% yeah. true. I don't know if you heard it from me, but it's 100% true. To dribble I, a second. I swear, some kids think it has to like go in before the buzzer goes nope. off. So <laughs> I'll always say that. It's the last thing I say in the timeout. I go, there's four seconds left. You got three dribbles, and it's got to go. Yeah. Got to go. You got to go. Like, because it is. It's 100% true. It's a, a dribble a second. So if you got two seconds, you can take one dribble, and you got to pop. Like, you if know, it's one think- second, you can't. You got to catch it and shoot it. There's a fine line of how much you want to prep for the end of game stuff. Like I remember watching Illinois a couple of years ago and Io DeSumo was coming up the sideline and they I they were really ready. They thought they were gonna foul, which they probably were, but then he shot the ball 
from like 25 feet behind the three-point line. line. I and I think it just went out of bounds in the game. And, you know, he's like, what, like, what's going on? Like, they didn't foul. They didn't do this. Like, like anything, you don't want to overload them too much. Right. But, you know, because right. you, you can't have like 32 end of game situations. No, no you really can't. That's what, like, uh, what's the snowball drill? Uh, so snowball, let's see here. We did uh, only one way to get points in back to back scores on offense. Yeah, so we're playing, but the only way we're tracking it is if you score back-to-back or you get a kill on defense where it's three stops in a row because we always want to be able to score on either side of the ball. Um, So we come down and get a score. We can't just come down and throw up some crazy shot. I felt like any time I could get people to, like, have to really concentrate on getting that second one in a row, we're kind of, like, getting a realistic, like, this matters – yeah, I like that. So you play to like three points, and the only way you score is back to back. Yeah, any like you can set these up three, five points. I think almost all of them. You can definitely change the rules. You know how much time you have. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, What's the uh, what's the end of game situations? You said race the ten. You, you are those things you do. So, like early, like we also didn't want to just work on late game situations. Like um, I've had several teams that just are miserably starting teams. Like that's one we did of like we're gonna tip it up. We're gonna play to ten. Like we're gonna. This is kind of our walk through here. What we're gonna do, and like. Here, we're going to scrimmage for five minutes. Even if I'm a sophomore or a freshman team, instead of just saying, let's go play, let's put something onto this. Who can win that game to 10 and not just play, but like, this is what we do to start. Um, but like, I know a lot of times everybody talks about end of game situations, but we probably don't work enough on like first half like that. games. And that's the other one I had on here is, uh, you got off to the wonderful start of missing five threes in a row. Right. And you're you've down seven, the, nothing. Yeah. You've called the timeout. Well, what are you going to do? Cause I don't want to be in my game. And that's the first time I've ever talked about that. And it happens. I mean, Oh, it does. It's just like, Oh my God, something happened. Yeah. I know. We shot 40% from three as a team a couple of years ago. And I remember we started, we went one for 14 and a half versus a good team. And I swear every one of them hit like the back of the rim or was like halfway down and went out. It's like, we got to find other ways to score. Right. Yeah. Attacking the rim or doing other things like that. I like that. I like that. 
Um, what else one, you got on your list? We are up 18 to 6. This is a big one, I think. It is not t- – so where it's the first quarter or whatever, sec- early second, we are up 18 to 6. It is not, not take whatever shot your parents have told Why you you should take. But we are uh, – we are trying to do what we do, continue to get good shots. And, I, you know, we all probably work on being down, but do we work on playing with the lead? Right. No, I mean, I yeah, I, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was talking to one of my coaches. It's like, all right, you know, when we're up six with two minutes to go, what are we doing? Like, you know, what are we going to do when we're up 15 and a half? Like, how are we going to deal with that kind of, you know, you got to deal with those different types of, you're right. Because everyone works on down two with 37 seconds to go. Um, but how many people work on that? I mean, I like that. I love that. I, I well, love that twist. It's like one of my best teams I ever had. We we literally trailed every game at halftime. And then when I our, our third quarter uh, scoring was just in, plus minus was insane. We would outscore them by like 22 in the third quarter every game. Like I've never seen anything like this team that we had. It was to the point where I heard somebody when we were walking in the locker room say one time, it's okay, we're a second-half team. I'm like, no, I'm not okay with that. I don't want to be that guy. Well, I don't want to be the second-half team. I know but it I was, love that. We just, you know, and people are like, oh, you must have given a great halftime speech. And it was like, I literally said the same things I said before the game of like, here's three things we need to do. Let's do it was these. Just, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And we That's talked so about true. this one earlier, but the end of half, 30 seconds left, like we're not going to do that one all the time, but that's probably, you know, good one to throw in there some early in the season so you're not shooting the ball, you know, 12 seconds left. What's your philosophy there? What are you trying to do? We play quarters. I know you play halves, uh, but, you you know, we're not doing two for one. We don't have a shot clock. I don't know if that's – I don't know. I've read – I don't know. I don't think it will be around by the time I get out. I don't think it's like, I think it's coming, but I don't know. That's a whole different podcast. Trust me. The shot clock. <laughs> I think a lot of people want it and they don't know why they want it. I'm, I'm crazy. I want 24 second shot clock in high school and college. I let's what's we're going to do it. Let's do it. Let's go to the NBA pace. Like, I've kind of changed the offense. Well, the issue, the issue we were going to do in Wisconsin was they were going to only do it for varsity. That was my big pushback. I go, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, so I'm only going to give tests senior year in high school and I'm not going to give them tests when they're freshmen. So like, what are you doing? Like, if we're going to do it. Let's do it. That's fine. But then do it. Like you didn't put the three point line in for part of the teams. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't make sense. And that's what some of the States around are doing too. It's like, Either do it or don't do it. I, that's fine. But if you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> in, in our area, in the suburbs, they play seven-minute quarters for sophomores and freshmen. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And no one else in the state does it, but or this kind of northern Illinois area. I'm like, why Why would we? They're like, well, a game gets over earlier. I'm like, I don't know, well, start they, five they, minutes I, I know. They changed our they changed our warm-up from fifth, 20 minutes to 15. I go, Okay, why? Like that. So, do you think that really matters that much? You don't want the kids to be loose? Like, that makes no sense to me at all. But I don't know. All right. One last one here, coach. Um, oh, 
this is one I liked. Uh, down one, we are shooting a one and one with one minute on the clock. So we could have a lot of stuff happen here. We're up at the line. We could miss it, and we're down one. We could make both. We're up one. It could be tied, and we're going to play it live off of that. So shooting a one and one with one minute left on the clock. I mean, give each guy a timeout or something like that. Here we go. We're creating some end of game situations. Do you uh, do you officiate that? Um, I do. I'm not too crazy on officiating. Like probably let more go. Try to footworks probably more than anything because I feel like if I don't kind of get all over that, all of a sudden we have like seven travels because they've done it all the time and I didn't stop it. But contact. Yeah, you probably not. It's we're not calling a lot of touch yeah, stuff in practice. It's not touchy. It's like, yeah, I don't want anybody to get hurt. And it's like, quit fouling because it's going to put them in the bonus. All right. All right, coach. Till next time. We're going to get together next time. What did we, what did I say next time? Oh, I wanted to talk to you about scouting next time. I think we should. That'll be scouting. great. That will be great. All right. Till next time, coach. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.